Getting a buzz out of the Gashka Challenge, article by Suzanne Pender. To celebrate 35 years of Gashka, the President's Award, the organisation is encouraging Karlovians of all ages to take up their own Gashka Challenge by planting a pollinator-friendly bulb to protect one of the most important players in the climate change battle, bees. The hashtag Bulbs for Bees campaign is supported by President Michael D. Higgins and the All-Ireland Pollinator Plan, who have worked with Gashke to undertake the largest ever pollination project in Ireland. Since its inception in 1985, thousands of young people across Carlow have achieved a Gashke Award, including 17-year-old St. Leo's College student and climate activist Cleva Martin who helped to officially launch the Bulbs for Bees campaign in the Phoenix Park alongside footballer and Gashka council member Philly McMahon. I'm delighted to be part of Bulbs for Bees, which is the biggest ever pollination project to take place in Ireland, and as a Gashka Award recipient, I am honoured to take part in the initiative as the organisation celebrates its 35th anniversary, said Cleva. Like a lot of young people, I'm passionate about the environment and climate change, and getting involved with Bulbs for Bees is a really accessible way for everyone to make a difference. If we all take one small action, we can make a huge impact, said the Silver Gashka Award participant. Bees are such a vital part of the environment, and that is why it is so important that as many people as possible get out and plant a pollinator-friendly bulb this autumn. It's as simple as popping a bulb into a pot and letting it grow. The best thing about this campaign is that it's for everyone. No matter what age you are, this is your chance to get involved with Gashke, she added. Sarah Tallon, President's Award Leader in St. Leo's College, Carlos, said the school is delighted to be involved in Gashke's Bulbs for Bees campaign and feels this is something everyone in Carlo can get behind and take part in. Our pupils are incredibly interested in the environment and we are very proud that Kiva has taken a leading role in raising awareness about climate issues, said Sarah. This week, more than 50,000 pollinator-friendly bulbs will make their way to every post-primary school in the country, to Gashka Award partners including disability services, prisons and volunteer centres with the help of UNPUST and over 300,000 bulbs through the Irish Local Development Network for distribution to the wider youth and community sector, with the support from the Department of Children, Equality, Integration, Disability and Youth. These bulbs will be provided for free. Find out how you can participate in the project and how to receive a Certificate of Participation from the Gashke website. For more information, visit www.gashke.ie forward slash bulbs for bees spring clean campaign was the best ever article by suzanne pender the results are in for the national spring clean 2021 and in carlo it's been deemed the largest campaign to date over 2000 carlo volunteers joined the national spring clean 2021 campaign in more than 100 locations to achieve the highest results yet the initiative, which is Ireland's official anti-litter campaign, has highlighted the collective responsibility that communities share in tackling and preventing our national litter problem. 
National Spring Clean is operated by Antashka's Environmental Education Unit in partnership with local authorities and supported by the Department of Communications, Climate Action and Environment. This year, due to the campaign's success over the last two decades, the National Spring Clean ran from April to the end of August, meaning that Spring Clean 21 is Ireland's longest-running and largest anti-litter campaign to date. Over 2,000 Carlow volunteers have participated in organised cleanups at more than 100 locations in the county. Furthermore, National Spring Clean has been a starting point for a large number of groups to organise recurring cleanups throughout the rest of the year. This year we had the longest and biggest National Spring Clean campaign ever, and we want to thank all the groups and individuals around Ireland who joined us, said Emmeline Cullen, National Spring Clean Manager. While waiting for Spring Clean 2022, there are several ways in which communities and individuals can keep getting involved and do their bit for our environment. For example, we encourage people to do a hashtag two minutes street clean every time they are out and about. Moreover, we are joining on Thashka's Clean Coasts programme for the Big Beach Clean and we're inviting volunteers to register and tackle marine litter at its source. Local politicians addressed rally and called for action on the housing crisis. Article by Michael Tracy The crisis is so overwhelming to people that they have no alternative but to take to the streets. That was the view of people before Prophet Councillor Adrienne Wallace following a rally calling for action on the housing crisis in Ireland. The rally was held on the 11th of September at Shamrock Plaza. It was organised and addressed by Councillor Wallace with other local politicians speaking, including Independent Councillor John Casson and Sinn Féin TD Kathleen Funchen, while her party colleague, former Councillor Jim Dean, was also in attendance. People are getting up themselves and saying, I can't live like this and this has to stop. Before it might have been the political parties trying to give leadership, now it's coming from the people. Councillor Wallace recounted that there was one local person who had a disabled child. They were renting, but their landlord was now selling up with no suitable accommodation available in the council housing stock or on the local market. Others are living in substandard accommodation. They have transfers gone into the council, but they are waiting months. The staff in the council are working through their nose and it's extremely stressful for them. They are managing the floodgates. There is not enough staff, she claimed. Around 15 people attended the rally, but its staging in a high-visibility area ensured they were able to get the message across to a wider audience. There were people beeping going by, people rolling down their windows to get a flyer. I think that's encouraging. I think people are glad to see some action on the streets, said Councillor Wallace. People before profit is calling for a right to housing to be included in the Irish Constitution. The obligation would be on the state to make sure there would be housing solutions available, not just the private market, she said. Councillor Wallace also pointed to 2,000 vacant properties in Carlow, saying that if a portion of those could be utilised, it would satisfy local demand. Godfrey's Gospel according to Michael Godfrey Housing crisis needs radical solutions. Now that the doll is back sitting again, no doubt the real work of government will begin. At least it should. 
After all the thinkings, the latest news is that most of the population do not believe the housing minister is capable of solving the crisis. And they are right. But they were also correct about the previous housing minister as well. And that will also be the case with a future housing minister unless radical changes are made to solving the problem. The reality is that Irish people love to own their own homes. It's in our DNA and stretches back as far as anyone can remember. It may go back to the time when there were only a couple of hundred landowners and everyone else was a tenant. But it doesn't really matter. The truth is that everyone, or practically everyone in this country, wants to own their own home. There is a belief that rent is dead money. After paying rent for 20 years, they have absolutely nothing to show for it. Whereas, if they had put that money towards the repayments on a mortgage, they would have something to show for their efforts. Who can blame them? Imagine having to pay anything up to €1,000 a month for rent in Carlow. Did you ever think you would see the day? And at the drop of a hat, the occupants can be asked to vacate, so that the landlord can put the property up for sale. On the other side of the coin, the landlords will say it's not worth their while to rent out property. The law currently favours a tenant who, if that person decides not to pay, can live rent-free for up to a year. Then there's also the matter of paying tax on the income, which often negates any benefit from renting at all if you consider the freshening up a property requires after some tenants vacate. So we have a catch-22 situation, too expensive to rent and nowhere to rent even if you want to. Throw in the fact that there are not enough houses being built and you have what our American cousins refer to as a major cluster f- I heard an interesting fact the other day from a person looking to buy a house. She is married with two kids. Both herself and her husband have relatively good jobs. They have saved a deposit for a house to qualify for the current loan to mortgage ratio. But they were refused a mortgage by the bank because they have no savings. Before you go crying about them having to prove their capability of paying back a mortgage, here is another fact. They currently pay close to €1,400 a month in rent and childcare. Does the bank make any allowance for that? No. Here are a couple who have managed to save a deposit, but on top of that they are now being asked to save the same amount again just to prove they can make repayments. Let's keep it simple. To pay €1,400 net of tax, that couple must first earn close on €3,000 before they buy a slice of bread to feed themselves and their two kids, pay ever-increasing electricity and heating bills, purchase all that is needed for kids to go to school these days, put clothes on their back, the list goes on and on. On top of that, they are now expected to save an equal amount just to show they can pay their way. Again, using simple maths, that means the couple will have to have well over €100,000 before the bank will even consider them for a mortgage. By earning that amount of money, they will automatically be excluded from whatever government schemes are out there to help people get on the property ladder. So where do they go? Their only answer is to continue to pay rent. They could also choose to become homeless and throw themselves at the mercy of the state. But all that will guarantee them is further trauma, possible back credit, and at best, a voucher for hotel accommodation in the short term. And who in God's name wants that? 
Pardon me for being simplistic, but once upon a time, there was no housing crisis in this country. Yes, there were people on housing lists, but not to the same extent as today. Look around the county and see the amount of historic council houses that were built. I was born in one, as were many people of my generation. Where have those schemes gone? Are the ones which were built on local authority land and then sold to people at affordable prices? Sometimes old is best. If any housing minister wants to solve the housing crisis, forget about fancy plans or strategies. Get local authorities to build more houses. Force developers to use the land they have or take it from them. And force banks to give people affordable mortgages. After all, we did bail them out.